Hello and welcome back to Off the Water, the podcast brought to you from the national governing body, RA Scotland. I'm Robin and I'm with Georgia as my co-host for this episode. It's great to have you on with me today, Georgia. I believe this is your second podcast, so welcome back. Hi, Robin. Uh, yeah, second time on, so really excited. In this episode, we're going to talk to the Ellen MacArthur Cancer Trust. They're a charity that take young people who are recovering from cancer on sailing trips based out of Largs. The impact of the adventure these kids are taking on is truly amazing, and we are here to find out some more. Yeah, it's an incredible organisation. It plays a really important role in young people's recovery from cancer. The power of sailing in this scenario is truly magical. Absolutely. So over to Mark, who caught up with James Hall and Scott Wilson of the Ellen MacArthur Cancer Trust about their operations in Scotland and plans for the year ahead. Um, so I'm here with uh, James Hall and Scott Wilson, and I'll just ask them to introduce themselves briefly to give us a little bit more about their role and what they do with the trust. So good morning, everyone. My name is James. So I am the operations manager north, and I work in the large space for the Amicotic Cancer. And my job is to just make sure that we have nice, fun, safe trips for all our young people who are in the base in Largs. Hi, everyone. My name is Scott. I am the communications officer up north, also in the large space, and I think of myself as like a professional tweeter, uh, and I also host the trust's own podcast, Soundwaves. Super, yeah, I've had the pleasure of working with you both. I've uh, skippered with the trust over the past few years. Last year, we've had uh, a very interesting year moving online, so your top tweetery, Scott, has been extremely useful, as has the Soundwave podcast, which has inspired us to speak to you today, actually, and just uh, bring together a little bit on the airwaves and um, what we do and get out to our communities. So I guess uh, our... our between RY Scotland and yourselves, the binding factor is sailing. So why was sailing chosen as an activity to help rebuild the confidence of young people in recovery from cancer, James? I think sailing is is a great uh, tool, a great medium for these kind of things. It's a, it's a kind of a natural leveller. You know, there's, there's that old uh, phrase, we're all in the same boat. And I think it's really quite apt in that um, although the young people that come with us have all had their own individual challenges, but at that point in time, they're all facing a shared challenge, which is sailing. This new, uh, exciting and perhaps slightly scary thing at first that, that's so alien to them that they're able to spend time with other young people who are feeling the same and overcome that together, which I think um, is a great catalyst that, you know, helps form these bonds and give them these shared experiences, something so new. Scott, what's your experience of that? I mean, I know that James is a sailor and, and comes from uh, Oton Youth Trust, another sail-based charity previously. Uh, but Scott, what's your connection in terms of your thoughts around sailing being chosen to be one of the activities? So for me, it's that the yacht is an ideal environment for the potential of lots of positive things to happen. It isn't inherently the act of sailing, but what the, facil the sailing facilitates. Uh, these young people, you know, they're living through and beyond cancer. It may have been a recent thing in their lives, or it could have been a while ago, but whenever it was, it affects them in some way. It could be anxiety, self-doubt, loneliness. Uh, they may have fallen behind in education, um, missed out on relationships, job opportunities. And, you know, being a young person, a child, teenager, that's difficult as it is. So coming on a trip in the first place, for some young people, that in itself is a huge step because it's completely new to them. And it could be the first thing that they do after what they've been through. But then once they're actually on the boat, there are so many opportunities that they find for themselves. They take control of that. They take on roles. They feel part of a team and they feel a sense of 
purpose because of that. And then through that, they learn new skills, take on responsibilities, and their independence grows and grows. And, you know, a yacht is a confined space. They're there with other people who understand what they've been through. And it may have been the first time they've met other young people who understand what they've been through. So they're learning together, they're working together, but they're also empathizing and forming these friendships that are unlike anything else in their lives. And it all just comes together because they're sailing together. Very eloquent, Scott. I, I, I like that answer very much uh, from both being a, a skipper and James as a sailor. Often we take the sort of sailing part of it and, and, and don't bring in so many of those factors which you touched on there. Um, being in that same boat, the confined space, that wow factor something completely different that takes people out of their comfort zone potentially, but also is a world of opportunity, a new opportunity that's a shared experience between them all. I think you, yeah, you put that exceedingly well. Yeah, in terms of where the trust has been, and obviously Ellen MacArthur being a sailor, um, gave that an initial activity as a, a, a inspiration for much of the activity. Um, but yeah, having the base up here in Scotland, how's that benefited the trust? I mean, practically opening the base in Scotland uh, in 2013. It was eight years ago uh, on the 24th of June, the first trip, uh, meant being able to reach more young people and run more trips, just practically so. Uh, the trust was founded on the Isle of Wight, which couldn't be further away from Inverness and Aberdeen. And the trust wants to support all young people from across the UK. So just logistically, the base in Scotland meant we could reach these young people in a way that we couldn't before. Uh, and can I just quickly shout out the help we had in that from People's Postcode Lottery because they funded the opening of the base and also Caledonian Hero, which is one of our two yachts in the Lawrence Marina. Uh, and that's been specially adapted to accommodate young people who may have mobility issues. We're lucky to have amazing friends and partners and PPL are a massive reason for uh, the base in Scotland. Uh, but another benefit is that sailing in Scotland is different than sailing in the Solent. Uh, even just looking out the base in Largs, you can see Cumbria, you've got Arran, Kintyre, Buttes where we often sail to. And it's, it's gorgeous here. It's um, therapeutic and it's tranquil. And if it rains in Scotland and if it's foggy, that doesn't get in the way of anything. That just adds to it in a way. Uh, so along with all the action of being on a yacht, together on a yacht, it's also just a gorgeous corner of the world, which I think is good for the soul. But James has got more experience with the sailing than I have. I think you're, you're absolutely right, Scott. I mean, the, the contrast that um, being able to sail out on the west coast of Scotland offers us from the Solent is, is amazing. And the fact that our young people can come back for multiple trips means they can experience both. Um, and, you know, if they're in the middle of the country, they, they've kind of got equal choice really to go, go south or north. So having that different sort of things the the wildlife having spent 10 years sort of out there sailing i can tell you it really does um yeah heal the soul it's uh, it's been a massive factor in my own mental well-being so it's really nice better introduce other young people who maybe have more of a need of that at times to that same uh, sort of soul cleansing experience no i i couldn't agree more and and scott now i feel really old because you say that the trust base opened eight years ago and um yeah I've been involved in the trust up here and sharing my love of the Clyde with uh, the young people, the trust skippers that are coming up for the first time and various, so many young people from uh, Manchester, north of England, Wales, um, right the way through to people coming down from the islands and getting involved in the trip. So, you know, it's really central um, in 
in my eyes for a lot of the UK and has been absolutely fantastic. And yeah, the weather plays its part, that's for sure. Um, and I do know that the whole curtain of cloud that can cover everything can sometimes really surprise people when it lifts and just see how magnificent it really is. And and you see people's mood really kind of go, wow, this place is incredible. So um, yeah, I guess this is, these are two ingredients between sailing, the confined space, bringing people together uh, and sharing the experience have, have been part of what's made Trust Trips amazing. But, you know, what are the details of you? You know, you have young people, you have volunteers, you have skippers that get involved. You know, what what makes it Trust Trips amazing for these people? I'll start with you, Scott, if I could. I think everyone you ask who's been on a trip will have a story about a young person in particular who when they met, they arrived, and by the end of the week, something had changed in them, maybe they'd come out of their shell or something like that. And uh, we do our best bit, worst bit, funniest bit at the end of a trip, um, which brings everyone together and we share anecdotes. And for whatever reason, uh, one of the ones that sticks out for me is a, a girl who arrived, wouldn't say anything, extremely shy and anxious on our first day, uh, and then was suddenly cracking like the funniest jokes and had this amazing kind of storytelling delivery on the last day in front of this room full of people. And that isn't a sailing thing in particular, but it's because of the sailing that she went through this sort of change and she felt that her voice was worth listening to and she was speaking up and had the confidence and was making this whole room burst into laughter. And I remember being in that room and thinking, oh, I've, I've seen this change over just being on a yacht for a bit of time. And I don't think you can emphasize enough how huge that change is uh, for an anxious young person. It is huge. I think for the for the young people, it, it's a fantastic chance for them to meet other young people that they maybe haven't met um, through their treatment. You know, they might have been in wards, isolated as part of their medical treatment, or just simply treated, you know, in in part of the outreach program. So they've not met anyone else who's who's had you know similar experiences. So to be able to put people in those rooms and spaces where you know, there's no pressure, but there's opportunity to just talk to other young people. Um, I think that the changes you see in, in young people realizing that they're not they're not alone in their struggles is is brilliant. And I think there's you know there's lots of secondary benefits. Our, our volunteers are amazing. You know, we are we are so lucky to have such enthusiastic and passionate volunteer mates and medics and crew leaders um, that come from across the UK, but but Scotland um, as well and how they give back to the young people. And in some cases, those volunteers are actually young people who've sailed with us themselves, having suffered through cancer, which I think it offers a glimpse for those young people on the trips of us into the future um, at a point beyond their treatment um, to see what, what, where they might end up. They may choose to come back themselves. And, it, and again, it's such a fantastic way to then give back to those young people as volunteers. I think it's worth saying as well, you know, there's a huge fleet of the volunteers who are part of the NHS and they've just spent the last 18 months on the front lines up against this, this whole thing. They're mates and they're medics and they give it their all in their day jobs and then come and give it all over again to trust. And that's incredible. And we never take for granted just how lucky we are that they do that. And also that's true of every volunteer who, you know, will have their own lives and they give up a significant chunk of time. It's so selfless. There's no ego. It's not about them, but still they give it their all and the trust wouldn't be what it is without its volunteer community. I, I completely concur. And again, having been very lucky to, to witness the changes that go on in them during the trust trips. In terms of the 
impact, it's really interesting for us who see it firsthand and witness that. And you talk also about the volunteers who are coming from the medical sector. They're inspired because they see such a difference in these young people, many of them which they've said, seen in medical centres. They see how isolated they can become. They see the effect and the impact of what they're going through with cancer. And therefore, when they come and volunteer with the trust or come along and see these trust trips and see these people in a completely different light, you can see them just be lifted. It's incredible. But I think one thing that the trust is really good at is demonstrating that impact of their activities on the young people, but also how they're able to describe it. Can you tell us a little bit more about that, Scott? Yeah, I think one of the things that the trust is set out especially over the last three years or like over a three-year plan that we're looking at just now is to know ourselves better because it's one thing for us to say we do something but actually we want to know that we're actually doing the thing that we say we're doing uh we want to know that what we're hearing is happening is actually happening uh and it's fair to say we've done a lot of research over this over the last year or so and it's giving us increased confidence and pointing to evidence and saying this is what we're being told the benefits are and the impacts and that's what happens when someone gets involved with the trust and those things are an increased sense of purpose increased sen- uh, an increased feeling of self-worth improved optimism for the future and improved autonomy and hopefully from everything we've talked about none of that sounds surprising or random and i think the the, the project we did around impact has been so important for us in the delivery side is the more we understand the impact we have and the deeper we understand that the more we can tailor our program to, to deliver more, to do it in slightly different ways for slightly different cohorts. Um, and, and Mark, maybe you've got some experience as well, having seen that on the water and as a skipper, how we can use that knowledge that we gain to really get the, the absolute most out of our four or our five day trip for those young people. The feedback loop that the trust creates is phenomenal. So it gives space for this. So, you know, Scott touched on it earlier, that good bit, worst bit, funniest bit, that review we do at the end of the weekend, that really informs everyone in the trust openly what bits we might need to work on, what bits we could improve on. Oh, they really like that thing. And at the end of it, we have this opportunity to review and have the opportunity to learn all the time as a group. And we take that forward very seriously because we want that resultant impact to be always built and improved upon. I think that sense of learning also brings back uh, all the skippers and the investment that is put in there in terms of both our training and ability to feedback and how the trips run can making sure that the young people are absolutely central to the delivery of what the trust does. I guess at the moment, where are we at then? So we've got the restrictions about the place. We've got, unfortunately, the young people are very much um, a part of the vulnerable group. What are your plans for this year? How's it going? Yeah, so so getting to this point was, was quite a long road. So we actually started our planning back in the autumn of 2020. It was the best chance of um, running activity and running you know, activity with, with the risk reduced as much as possible. And because as you say, Mark, um, the young people that, that we deal with and take on trips do form part of that vulnerable group. So what we're actually offering this year, um, we've had to make a couple of compromises and adaptions to make sure it's safe. So firstly, um, all the young people that would have traditionally uh, come on a four day yacht trip in either Largs or Cows with us as their first trip with the Trust um, will instead be offered uh, 
one day activity at either um, one of the outdoor activity centres across the UK or some of our trust vessels that we've redeployed around 90 minutes from their hospital. And this will reduce the travel time that they would have had to take uh, to get to one of our trips in a normal year, which obviously has been a concern with COVID and with public transport uh, and all the other challenges we're facing this year. And um, with regards to our programme for young people returning to trips with us, um, actually much of it stayed reasonably the same as it would in, in a normal year um, with some adaptions. So we've reduced capacity on some of these trips to just allow more space for young people with social distancing in mind, just to allow, I say, a bit more breathing room and lastly, all of our trips are working under our comprehensive COVID secure procedures, uh, such as pre-trip testing, regular temperature checking and a rigorous cleaning schedule. Just make sure we've reduced that risk as much as possible and you know, importantly, keep young people safe while getting them back on the water this year. There are so many little details that the Trust has got to work through to, to make it safe and also provide the confidence for the young people and the medical professionals and volunteers, obviously, to come back to the trip. But uh, yeah, your content and the social engagement that you've had over the last year has been phenomenal for keeping the young people connected uh, and reminding them about the opportunities and the impact that you do make. Um, Scott, can you tell us a little bit, I'm putting you in the spot here a little bit, but a little bit more about what you've been doing around that side of things? So for the last year, or, or actually our season last year was a virtual season. We couldn't get on the water because of catastrophe and it adapted to a lot of things like online trust hangouts we played games watched movies had dress up events baking painting it was a lot of fun making the most of a bad situation basically we knew that actually like i was saying the sailing is an ideal place for this to happen but it is bringing people together that makes a huge difference and if we can do that in some way while it's still safe online digitally last year then we were going to do that and make the most of it. It isn't the same as being together in person, but we weren't going to not do anything. So we made the most of it and that's what we did. We had a virtual summer. And then since that closed down the um, last September, last autumn, uh, we've been aiming towards, fingers crossed, this year looking like it could go ahead. And so far, as of recording, things seem okay. So what we've been doing in that time is sort of, as you say, ramping up the hype with one eye always on government uh, announcements, uh, ramping up the hype of getting back on board and communicating what James has just said there. You know, things will be a little bit different this year, but we are doing everything we can possible and more than that to make sure these trips are safe because if they're not safe, we're not running them. But it's about getting excited again, coming back together again, getting back up on the water, getting on activity trips. And yeah, for the last little while, social has been used to keep that community together because it has been a while since we saw each other. But we've been together, we've stayed together, and now we can't wait to see each other in person again. I bet it is getting to that can't wait to see each other again. And and there has been so much great uh effort both in terms of bringing the young people together but also in the fundraising activity but you know in terms of that excitement uh, when's when's the first date James when are, when are we going to get yourself I see the boats are in the water when's the first date what's the big moment we should start celebrating for you so the 12th of July is our first day of activity with young people and that is taking place in Largs I'm pleased to say always nice to get um yeah have a bit of Scotland first isn't it Absolutely. All the best as you open up this July. Uh, hopefully we'll see this fine blue boats out in the water and we'll make sure the community give you a wave and um, give you all you require for the young people moving forward. Uh, 
is there anything you want to add? Um, shout out to the young people of the boating community in Scotland. I think a massive thank you to to everyone who supports us in in all of the different ways, and that's you know yourself as one of our skippers, Mark, our volunteers, as Scott said, the NHS. I mean, I just can't imagine um, the challenges they've had in their day jobs in the past eighteen months. So the list is endless but everyone has been a great supporter of ours in the last 18 months we, we wouldn't be where we are now and about to run trips without you yeah i'm going to echo that and just say a massive thank you to everyone because the, the staff at the trust team is a very small team but the trust community is a huge team it involves everyone pulling together to make these things happen volunteers skippers medics everything have been so understanding there has been a lot of patience over the last year as everyone tries to navigate this this new world we're living in and everyone has stood by us in a way that's just so incredible we cannot thank them enough and we hope that what we've put together this summer is something that you're as proud of as we are uh, and we cannot wait to get us all back together again and uh, elbow bumping fist bumping and uh, back on the water back at activity centers uh, it's all because of everyone who's been understanding and patient and showing their love and support so thank you to all of them and we cannot wait to see young people we've met before come back and new young people who hopefully have a long future ahead with the trust as well we cannot wait to meet them and get back on board absolutely that's superb really really nice catching up with you both scott james uh, and the ellen MacArthur trust team all of you are doing a fantastic job and we will be celebrating on the 12th of july uh, as you guys get out in the water thank you very much for coming on the podcast today and telling us a little bit about what you guys do thank you Thanks, Mark. Thank you for having us, Mark. Wow, what an incredible discussion. Um, what stood out for you, Mark? Well, I'm a bit biased. As I skippered for the trust for what I've found out is eight years, uh, I've seen their impact firsthand. But I think Scott and James articulate what they do so well. Uh, and it's just great to have them on and, and share that. They just keep building upon their successes despite all the challenges that they face. Uh, it's an incredible organisation to be involved with and it's just lovely to be able to share that story with our listeners. Yeah, thanks for that, Mark. Fantastic chat. And, you know, the organisation does a huge amount of work with young people suffering from cancer and absolutely, you know, blows me away every time that I read about them or hear about them or even have a discussion with yourself. You know, the way they do the delivery, the impact they're able to create. It's such a great job in rebuilding young people's confidence um, using sailing. You know, it's... Um, truly is inspiring and it's it's just amazing to hear of some of the sailing charities returning to the water this summer and overcoming some of these challenges that we've all faced over the past year and a half it's also just inspiring to hear more about the detail about how sailing can be used for a vehicle for change yeah absolutely and so thanks again for listening everybody and please hit the subscribe button give us a like or leave a review stay safe